Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first Teach DMD podcast. My name's David, and I'll be your host. I'm trying podcasting for the first time, but you may follow me on Twitter at TeachDMD. You might have even read my blogs at www.teachdmd.com. But I thought I'd try to expand my PLN a little bit, try something new, which I believe is at the heart of all good teaching, and just see what happens. Every week, I'm going to upload a podcast which deals with a topic in education or educational technology and give you my thoughts, uh, maybe some research, my commentary on it. And I would love any and all feedback that you would like to give, any questions you have, any of your own comments. And if you like what you hear, by all means, follow me and look for a new podcast every week. The topic of my very first podcast is something very near and dear to my heart. Back in 2013, I attended my very first ISTE conference in San Antonio, Texas. ISTE is the International Society for Technology and Education, and their goal is to help transform learning and teaching through technology. The best practices to use, the standards that will get students to be better digital learners, to be better digital citizens, and help teachers you know, be the same, to guide their students along the way using all manner of technology. Well, once a year, they have this amazing conference, and it changes location every year. This year, it's in Chicago. And what I thought I'd talk about today is five tips for attending your first ISTE conference. Back in 2013, when I attended my first ISTE, I was a babe in the woods. I didn't know what to expect, and the enormity of the situation really blew me away. And what I thought I would do is whether you are participating in your first ISTE or whether you've been to a few, provide some tips for getting the most out of this amazing experience. Okay, so you might be wondering, why do I need tips on how to attend a conference? How crazy could ISTE be? Well, the simple fact is when you sign up to go to an ISTE conference or any conference of its magnitude, you're also laying out quite a bit of money. Conference fees themselves these days are out of control, but you also have to add in travel, hotels, meals, entertainment, souvenirs, transit fees for metro or bus. The list goes on and on. If you're laying out that much money to go to a conference like ISTE, you want to make sure that you not only get your money's worth, but that you stay sane while you're there, that you can enjoy the experience. So I've come up with five basic tips for attending and enjoying your first ISTE conference. One, preparation. Two, flexibility. Three, self-care. Four, reflection and five, sharing. And through these five tips, I hope that you'll be able to find a little bit of wisdom through my own experiences that will help you get the most out of what can be an incredibly overwhelming experience. I can still remember my first ISTE, like I said, like it was yesterday. I feel like Michael J. Fox in one of his earlier movies, The Secret of My Success, when he went from his small town in Kansas to the, the big city, New York, looking to you know make his way in the business world. And yet how 
he had all this desire. He had all this enthusiasm. He had all this energy. He was also overwhelmed because he had never been in that situation before. I still remember the hotel where I stayed. I remember the first people I ran into. I remember the layout of the San Antonio Convention Center uh, like it was yesterday, even though it was five years ago. And this experience gave me a whole new appreciation of what the educational technology world had to offer. It was much larger in scope than I had ever imagined. Having only been to a few ed camps and some minor professional development, that was more local. And yet at the same time, I was I was smitten. I was mesmerized. I loved the experience. And that's what I want to, you know, that's what I hope for each one of you. So that brings us to tip number one preparation. Now, so much of enjoying your first ISTE conference boils down to preparation. You need to go online. You need to look at the program for ISTE. You need to look at the schedule. You need to look at times. You need to look at the list of vendors, and you need to figure out what is most appealing to you. You need to read the fine print, though, also. You will find that some sessions require a ticket in order to attend. You will find that some sessions require a fee to attend, and normally those are registered for ahead of time. And you need to make sure that you're not finding yourself in the dreaded hole where there are multiple sessions at the same time and you want to visit all of them because inevitably they're going to be on opposite sides of the convention hall and you're not going to be able to make all of them. Now, there are ways around all of this. A lot of the ticketed sessions you can wait in line for and those people that don't attend, you can take their spots sometimes. Um, For sessions that are occurring at the same time, you can team up with friends, colleagues from your district, your ISD, and kind of divide and conquer, so to speak. Or you could look at the ISTE 18 hashtag on Twitter and see if someone in one of those sessions has posted resources provided by the presenter that you can look at later and gain the the benefits of that session without actually being there. But you'll find that if you take the time beforehand to really prepare for the conference itself, then you're not going to find yourself rushing around like I was in 2013, like a chicken without a head, trying to make certain sessions and having to regroup when one session was already packed and not knowing where I was going to go next. It saves you a lot of headaches. It saves you, a you know, it keeps your blood pressure down a bit and really helps you to just enjoy the entire experience. Attached to the hip of tip one is tip two, flexibility. You will have to make some compromises. You might not be able to make every session that you want to attend, but being flexible is going to save your sanity. Sometimes the greatest experiences at ISTE are not even at a session. You might run into someone that you followed on Twitter or whose blogs you've been reading for years in the middle of a hallway. And you know what? That session is starting in 10 minutes. But I've gained more from one-to-one experiences at ISTE, simply talking to educators whom I respect, whom I care about, and foregoing the session experience. You will need to make these decisions, but when you realize that it's not the end of the world if you miss a certain session, if you don't make a certain meeting or a keynote address, then you're going to be a lot more relaxed and you're going to be able to gain more from the experience. When you are flexible, you'll be able to say, you know what? 
I want to just stop right now and hang out at the blogger cafe because I think that's that blogger that I've been following for a while and I'd love to strike up a conversation with her. And most of the people that you will meet at an ISTE convention are so friendly and so helpful. And just going up and talking to them is the greatest part of what this experience is all about. It's supposed to be about connection. It's supposed to be about building your PLN and gaining resources to make yourself a better educator. And you need to be prepared to kind of stop, smell the roses, relax a little bit, and not worry too much about your plan because inevitably, as much as you adhere to tip number one and prepare, things are going to fall apart a little bit. So taking these two tips with a grain of salt and keeping them fresh in your mind be prepared, but also be prepared to be flexible. If tip number one and tip number two are attached at the hip and need to be taken together, then tip number three is the umbrella under which the first two tips reside, and that is self-care. The whole point of preparation and flexibility is to help you enjoy the experience more. And you literally can run yourself ragged at an ISD conference. So you always have to keep in mind that you want to take care of yourself first and foremost. When you realize that the session you're in is in wing D of the convention center and your next session is in wing A, sub-level C, you're going to literally find yourself running a marathon from one session to another sometimes. And you can't keep that up for four or five days. You really need to take time to devote to yourself. As I said in the flexibility tip, talk to certain educators. Just relax in the blogger cafe. For Pete's sake, normally these ISTE conferences are in some amazing city. My first was in San Antonio. This year, it's in Chicago. Enjoy the experience beyond just the hectic rush of the conference. Go get a slice of deep dish pizza. Go visit that awesome, like, shiny P-shaped statue um, in Chicago. Look around you. Take a run along the waterfront. Don't just feel like you have to attend every minute of every session at an ISTE. There are so many things to do. You might find that a vendor is having an after party uh, and you want to enjoy that with other educators. You might find that just hanging out at the vendor hall and talking to the representative of a platform or an app that you love gives you more joy than making sure you rush and make this keynote address or this certain session. Take care of yourself. Get as much sleep as you can, eat well, get lots of water, and you know, give yourself time to rest because you're going to need it. At the end of four or five days of ISTE, you can be an emotional and physical wreck. Trust me, it is not difficult to achieve that, especially this year. This year, the World Cup is going on at the same time as ISTE. Enjoy a long lunch with friends. Watch a few games at a restaurant as you're kind of enjoying a nice lunch. Don't feel like you have to be on every second of every day, or it could wind up being a not-so-fruitful experience. Another way that you really can take care of yourself is by engaging in tip number four, reflection. The whole point, as I've said many times, of attending an ISTE is to help yourself be a better educator, to connect with others, build your PLN, and there's no better way to do that than through reflection. 
as much as we'd like our students to reflect on their own assessments and assignments and projects and think about what they've gained from the experience in order to make them better learners, we should do the same with our professional development. What I like to do is at the end of every long day at ISTE is set aside a little time by myself. Maybe I'll grab a little beverage to to relax a little bit and I'll make notes. What did I gain throughout the day? What did I hear that I don't think will work for me, but I still want to try? What did I hear that I'm super excited about and I cannot wait to take back to my own school and, and attempt whether I fail or succeed? I need to compartmentalize all these things and think about them because too often you'll go to a conference like ISTE and you'll be bombarded with so many pitches, so many ideas, so many techniques that you're not quite sure what to do with them all. And they can all blur together by the end of the experience. You don't want this. You want to be able to come away from this and say, not only did I attend ISTE, but I gained valuable insight and information that I can use in my own classroom to help my students grow, to help my students achieve, to help me grow and achieve. And you know, you want to use this to the best of your ability. Taking that time to reflect just once a day is going to put your mind in a better place, which again goes along with self-care. And it's going to really kind of prepare it's going to help you prepare to clear the slate for the next day so you're not overwhelmed by the end of this experience. My fifth tip for making a successful foray into your first ISTE conference is sharing. Now, ultimately, most of our schools probably want us to share what we learned at ISTE with our colleagues, with our administrations, and get others excited to use technology to really enhance the classroom experience. But sharing, for me, has multiple layers. First, it's certainly gleaning whatever you can from the ISTE conference and taking that back to your own school and disseminating it to all your colleagues. That's great. But you should also remember that you're an expert in something too. And when you're at an ISTE conference, don't just be that wallflower. Don't just soak up information. That might seem like the easiest way to experience your first ISTE, but whether it's through a conversation with someone in the Bloggers Cafe, with someone seated next to you at one of the keynote addresses, with someone that you meet at one of the sessions that really piqued your interest, and you talk to that person after the session, whether you go out to lunch or just stand in the hallway and talk, share what you gained from that experience with someone else. The more you talk about it, the more you process your own thoughts, you're kind of reflecting in a way throughout the process by sharing what you got out of it. So don't only take this back you know, in a few weeks and a month to your school, but share with others at the conference to help yourself process everything that went on. You might find that you inspire someone else at the conference that couldn't go to one of the sessions that you did. You might find a, an excellent PLN connection in someone that you meet during one of these sessions or keynotes, and you'll be able to connect with them and share more throughout the year, you know, building your own practice, building your own lesson plans. And this is, again, at the heart of ISTE, of really connecting with others and making you know the most of your experience. I will never forget uh, the very first ISTE I attended, where at one of the early after 
conference events, I was able to meet Cyberary Man. And if you don't know Cyberary Man, he is sort of the king of curation on Twitter. And getting to talk to him and getting to know him a little bit, uh, meeting him as a real person uh, and sharing with him my own story was one of the you know, experiences that really kept me coming back to ISTE uh, year after year. So make sure you share your own experience with others and you'll find that you enhance your week at ISTE. So those are my five tips for attending your first ISTE conference, preparation, flexibility, self-care, reflection, and sharing. Now, even though this isn't my first ISTE conference, I'm still going to be employing them this year because I think that following those five tips make the experience better for me. I would love to hear what works for you, though, whether this is your first ISTE conference or whether you're a veteran. What tips do you have for making your conference experience better? And especially first-timers, I'd love to hear what you got out of the ISTE conference, any new techniques, uh, what your favorite session or experience was. So drop me a comment at TeachDMD on Twitter. Uh, You can email me at dm. Dutro, D-U-T-R-O-W at gmail.com. And I'd love to be able to use some of your own comments in future podcasts. So if you're listening to this on Anchor, feel free to drop me a message. I might be able to use your voice message in a future podcast. And next week, what I'm looking to do is have a podcast where I reflect on my ISTE experience. So expect that maybe next Thursday or Friday, maybe Saturday, we'll see what kind of conference hangover I have. It's pretty busy there. And I, I like a few days to kind of come down after the experience. But by the end of next week, I'm looking to have another podcast, uh, which really discusses what I gained from Chicago's ISTE experience. And I hope to have met some of you while I was there. So until next time, everyone have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Take care.